Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. Now, a few episodes, I spoke to Sophie on our paid social team. We talked about account performance turnarounds. We went into lots of details in terms of what we're seeing working and the real nitty gritty of it. In this episode, however, I'm talking to Abby, and we're really kind of going to focus on the approach and the mindset and the attitude that's needed to turn performance around. So really hope you find this one useful. If you do, as always, a subscribe, follow, um, positive interaction is always massively appreciated. And let's get started with the episode. Abby. Hi. You're back again. I'm back again. Wonderful. Like a bad rash. <laughs> with... <laughs> I thought you said with a bad rash. I was like, Fuck, <laughs> no. bloody hell. Okay. Oversharing already? <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to talk about account like turnarounds. And yeah. we did a similar episode a few episodes back with Sophie. Yeah. Where we went into like the nitty gritty of things that we've seen working yeah. from that regard. Um, what I'm really keen to talk about with you, because I think you get this really well, is like the approach and the mindset and the attitude needed to do it. Because yeah. often that's, I think, the key, like biggest thing. Definitely. Um, you're also presenting about this at an event on Thursday. I am. Which is cool. I am, yeah. So front of mind and yeah. all of that. Um, so yeah, what's your take on it? Like what? what's your first, when you see an account that's n- not performing well or may- maybe we've inherited it and needs a big turnaround, what's your first, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Well, I think we talk about it a, a lot, right? Like the biggest mistake that we see people make is not taking any risk, not taking any action on the account, like being so afraid of performance being worse than it currently is and just kind of keeping doing what you're doing. Yeah. So when you're seeing low performance, you need to make changes yeah. within the account. And often big ones. Often, bi- often big, scary ones. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it can be quite scary, can't it? Mm-hmm. I think to like pull the trigger on a big move. Yeah. But also you could look at it that way, but in often, you know, oftentimes like there's nothing, you're in a position where there's nothing to lose. Yeah. It's, it's like all things in life, right? No risk, no gain. Like you, yep. if you don't make changes in the account, yep. you're not going to see performance improve. Yeah. No pressure, no diamonds. Yeah. Any other phrases we can throw in there? <laughs> <laughs> There's loads, but they're not coming to mind. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, I agree. I completely agree. Like if you need big outputs in terms of change, you need to put kind of big moves in on the front, don't you? Definitely. And I, I think from... In agency perspective, it's nerve-wracking because you have to justify it to a client, uh-huh. a big move. Um, and sometimes when you make big account changes for a while, maybe like, you know, two weeks to a month, you can see performance be worse. Yep. And sometimes it, you do just have to stick it out and that is brutal. But it's also brutal if you were in-house making big changes as well. There's always somebody that you're accountable to. Yeah. So it's having really like sound reasoning as to why you're making those changes. Definitely. And why you should stick it out. Definitely. I think you also have to have the understanding or empathy of the fact that everyone's under pressure. Yeah. Like if performance is not as it should, everyone's under pressure. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, yeah, it's just, it's a high pressured environment often. It is, yeah. So, with that in mind, how do you like what your what your recommendations or advice for dealing with that? Because you're in a in a position where everyone's under pressure, but yeah. you know you've got to make big moves, scary ones at times. Yeah. How do you handle that? Because not everyone understands what those moves should be 
how they should happen. Um, not everyone always agrees with them. No. But you have to make progress. So how yeah. do you deal with that when there's um, nervousness around doing it? I think it's coming back to what you're trying to achieve and making sure that everybody is on board with trying to achieve the same thing. Yeah. So like, okay, we're making these changes because we need to have a lower CPA or we need more revenue and we're all on board for that. And while you, you know, like I said, you're not going to, might not see the wind immediately. I think it's picking out the small wins and, 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 and celebrating those as you kind yep. of see them come through. And I think because it's nerve wracking, you have to hold for a bit. It's making small changes as well, based on the winning things that also kind of give people confidence that you're doing the right thing. And like that moving forward, you haven't made a massive mistake basically. Yeah, definitely. It comes back to having a really solid and I don't mean detailed but solid plan solid plan yeah to inspire confidence and you talked about making a case Mm -hmm. and it's right everyone knows this is the situation yeah we're gonna do this this and this here are the outcomes we expect or are looking for yeah here are the indicators that show us we're making progress by the way it might get a little bit worse before it gets better yeah and just setting those clear expectations and yeah. having a very clear, concise plan often is, you know, the yeah. thing that settles the nerves. Yeah. And I think from like an agency perspective, it's all about communicating that with your clients. Like don't make a massive account change and then like drift off into the background, you know, yeah. like make sure that you are actively communicating what's going on, good or bad, you know, yep. because like we said, like sometimes it's not great to start off with and yep. that needs to be communicated and addressed. Yep as well and I think sometimes people are a little bit nervous about communicating low performance with clients but they have the dashboards they're going to see it you might as well pick it up before they do and say hey we've seen this we're doing x y and z to make it better or we need to just wait out a little bit because these other performance indicators are showing that it could do well yeah yeah. but we need to wait for things to be attributed back or just for performance to pick up basically yeah definitely I think I think communicating poor performance no one wants poor performance but calling out what's not working is as and acting on that is as important as calling out what is working yeah and if you're trying to make quick fast positive change you have to part of that is stop doing what what isn't working yeah yeah and when you put a plan in place not all of it is going to go as you expect the no the trick or the the really key thing is in a, being able to spot what is and what isn't and acting on it quickly yep. in the right time frame. Yeah. And I, the enemy is putting your head in the sand, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But the worst thing you could possibly do is avoid the conversation or just avoid the situation. Yeah. So you have to be confident or comfortable with communicating yeah. bad news sometimes. Definitely. So you can act on it and turn it around. But I, yeah, bad news with actions to stop it yeah, or yeah. reasons as to why, you know, don't, we're, not, we're never just sending over low performance reports and saying, have a great day, <laughs> you know, yeah, see you yeah. later. Yeah. Again, that's the whole burying, your, not burying your head in the sand, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, facing it head on. Yeah. It's just so important. So important. Um, I think particularly at the moment with all the changes that we've had on Facebook ads is a lot of people are struggling. Yes. And a lot of people are finding performance hard. Mm-hmm. And if you look back at the, obviously we've seen accounts that have been fine with it. We've seen accounts that have really struggled from it. And of those accounts that were, you know, are now doing fine again. What do you think the key 
things have been in terms of like why why have some accounts been fine why have some accounts struggled why have some accounts kind of done really well since is have you got any trends in that or so I think the one that really comes to mind that struggled a lot was a uh, makeup brand that we worked with that was like 98% of their users were on iPhone mm-hmm so like they were always going to have the biggest impact with like the iOS 14 updates yeah. coming through and people opting out of tracking. It Everyone's was always going to be the case, yeah. But actually I think it was changing up the conversation and talking about, okay, so in platform we're not seeing performance doing that well, but it was opening up the conversation to, okay, but actually in your sales, are you seeing it drop? Like is there a drop there or is it just a drop in what's attributing yeah. to paid social? Because yeah. I my 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 thing I always come back to is like the sandwich boards. Like you can't if somebody's walking around with a sandwich board, you can't unless you were asking somebody, you know, why they came into your shop and they said it's the sandwich board outside. Yeah. You know, then you can't attribute it back. And I think sometimes paid social now is a little bit like that. Yep. We, we have lost some tracking and think it's difficult to attribute back. Yep. But it doesn't mean it's not still power a powerful tool, and it doesn't mean people yep. aren't using paid, you know, aren't using social media anymore. Definitely. Definitely. I think it, I think that's a positive of the change is that you have to look at a broader sense of what is this channel contributing? Mm-hmm. What is the traffic doing? Yeah. Um, how is it impacting the business? What is the business doing? That's a really good thing. Yeah. Because you, it's forced everyone to take their eyes out of the ad platform and look at business performance. Yeah. I think you also have to go into detective mode, <laughs> which I love. <clears throat> and um like this project we've been working on over the last six weeks or so yeah um very early days it's a new e-commerce business mm-hmm. we're gonna do a podcast about this we are gonna we're do, do an episode about, about it <laughs> um but very briefly it's a new e-commerce business so sales are slow so mm-hmm. you have to look at right well right back to the bounce bounce rate isn't the best of kpis but is, is bounce rate acceptable? Are people sticking around? Are people looking at other stuff? Go and look in Hotjar. What's the traffic doing? Okay, yeah. great. They're getting to the product page. They're looking at stuff. They're looking at the images. Right. What's the add to cart rate like? Okay. Yeah. Compared to other channels, it's not so bad. And you have to really kind of unpick and investigate the traffic and investigate what's happening to give you the clues as to what you need to be working on. Yeah. And I think that's the attitude that's needed. Yeah. Like that real kind of investigative, what is going on? Am I seeing the whole picture? If not, what else do I need to be looking at? Yeah. Thing. I think I think prior to like the iOS changes and losing that tracking, there was probably a thing for looking at paid social within just a bubble of just yeah, creative, absolutely. just copy, maybe a few conversations about landing pages. But now it's definitely been that we've had kind of other key players coming in and talking with us and being more involved, which has been fantastic because we yep. do get that like holistic business, like overview of yeah, what's yeah. going on. And we're looking together with our clients at what, what pages we're sending them to, what the bounce, you know, all of those things that are so crucial. Yeah. And it, you know, cause it doesn't exist just, just within the platform. No. There's so many other elements that, yeah, yeah. Um, that influence. Definitely. It. I think that's a good thing. Mm. I, I do. I yeah, think it's I do. a really good thing. Yeah. I think it's a really, really good thing. Um, so in terms of like, so you're, um, you're doing this presentation on Thursday and we're I talking am. about this thing and it's... Um, a little bit from, nervous. <laughs> no, it's like, 
it'll be good it'll be good but it's always nerve-wracking talking in front of people of course it is of course it is but within that presentation you're talking about a couple of examples yeah of exactly this thing Mm -hmm. um and one of the points you're making is about like you're talking about testing new audiences lots of testing on creative Mm -hmm. um i think everyone knows that you should be doing that yeah but often doing it in practice is different and finding new audiences is different um yeah talk about that a little bit because that's really interesting yeah I think so obviously like the one of the big things that we found is that you need to be testing your audiences in particular a lot more than you were like last year two years ago Uh it's very very different so the biggest thing that we found is Previously, you might have, you know, like your core top final audiences. It's going to be a lookalike of your purchase in the last 30 days. It's going to be a really key, you know, interest-based audience. And then maybe a lookalike of your like really active social engagers. Fine. They're like your core audiences. You consistently spend on them through the year and then you really hike up that spend in Q4 and the performance stays great. That's not what we're dealing with now. Like at all, at all. And I think accepting that is crucial accepting that and having a plan around that so now it's very much about testing audiences consistently so having a bank of audiences that you're going to come back to and accepting that their lifespan is just much shorter it's more like three to four weeks of strong performance drops off might come back you know it's 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 very very different it's a very different mindset and a very different way of running accounts yep yeah Yeah. absolutely and one of the points you make in that deck is about um Accept, accepting it and playing playing to the platform, not yeah. fighting it. Yeah. And I guess that's an understanding of the situation, how things work now. And it, like exactly what you said, planning around that and not just trying to do what you did. You can't treat it like it's 2019 anymore. You no. know, like lots has changed. And if you continue to do that, you're going to continue to see low performance. Yeah. You are. Yeah, you've got to move with the times. You do. Yeah. yeah, you definitely do. But it's so different. And I think the the key the key difference is, you know, we talk about tactics and we talk about audiences and everything else there, but it's the attitude and the approach to it that is yeah. just so different to how it was. And you have to be working with a team or an agency partner or whoever that gets that. And, yeah. you know, another brilliant point you made in that was it, it's not <laughs> – often there's no silver bullet it's just it's hard graft yeah absolutely because i mean um i always think of this because we have somebody with us that used to work for a door company right and doing the marketing for a door company um and there's only so many things you can do about doors there's only so many interest-based audiences you can think of with doors you know um but that's the same for any business like if you are in any business you are kind of stuck in it and you it's hard to think outside of that bubble so we've definitely been like getting you know people that don't work on particular clients to come in and brainstorm with us and get out of that bubble and yeah and test more and more um but yeah definitely bringing in some fresh minds is a key one yeah i think so and looking outside the box to find you know and sometimes the audiences that you might want to test aren't necessarily you know on the surface a hundred percent aligned aligned or close yeah. but it's the act of finding new audiences and testing them that's the important thing absolutely and not being afraid to switch things off you're like oh but that audience used to be our top doesn't matter get rid of it like yeah. you know just not having an attachment like being very data-led in what you're doing yeah because it might have been your best audience in 2020 but it is not now yeah absolutely agree yeah, yeah it's 
that's the biggest point, isn't it? Yeah. That's the biggest point. And I think if anyone's listening to this or, you know, has struggled with performance on Facebook ads compared to what they were having, it's chances are it's a radically different approach that's needed because performance is still there. Like it we're is seeing still it. there, yeah. It's still there. Um, but you've got to fight for it. But it's harder to come yeah. by, isn't it? Yeah. And you just have to really change your approach. Yeah. Otherwise, not going to happen. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Any parting thoughts, Abby? No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you can cut that out, John. Um, I think it's just, it's just all about... Um, no, I really don't. My head's gone completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that really uh, <laughs> flat and disappointing. How are you going to end this episode? I don't know. It's just going to go around in circles now, isn't it? I I think because you know you did a run through your deck, your yeah. presentation for Thursday. I mean, we talked about this so much. I just think the biggest thing is attitude and approach, and moving fast and making big decisions, and not burying your head in the sand and yeah. pushing for that and pushing through people's nervousness and settling those nerves with a decent plan, yeah, inspiring a bit of confidence and just going for it. To me, that's the biggest thing. A hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself. Wow. <laughs> it's the end of the day. It's the end of the day and it's the end of this episode. <laughs> Thank you so much, Abby, as always. And um, thanks to everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.